The Forum at 8 on SAFM. Madam Speaker, may we assist you? Honorable members, we can't continue like this. Madam Speaker, more than a million voters brought the EFF to Parliament. Honorable good. We can't proceed on a point like this. of order, Madam no, Speaker. No, Honorable Member. Madam Speaker, the point of order is 25 EFF members were sworn in as MPs in the National Assembly after the May general election last year. At this stage, we have one duly seconded nomination for the president. They even witnessed the the election of the president in the National Assembly. Are there other nominations? (laughs) (laughs) It it looks like Honorable Malema is is signaling his availability. They are led by their so-called commander-in-chief, Julius Malema. You and your party should stop playing with semantics, especially when it relates to a radical economic agenda because you lack courage and you have sold out the revolution. He is the youngest political party parliamentary leader of black majority, particularly Africans. Robust and militant is how the EFF leader is known. If they want voting cattle, they must take this parliament to Nkanda. There is a cattle crawl there. Of one million. He and his fellow MPs don't seem to back down easily. Last time when we were here, you did not speak well about the Nganda issue. Honorable Mashabele, I you never recognized you for a start. Issue, a joke. Nganda, 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 Maibabo, the poor president. Challenging the rules of the National Assembly. Which rule is that? Malema was the first EFF MP to be kicked out of the National Assembly for his comments that the ANC-led government killed the people in Marikana. This happened last year during the first joint State of the Nation debate when NCOP Chairperson Tandi Mudise was presiding over the proceedings. Honorable Malema withdraw that statement. I maintain the ANC government killed people in Marigana. You leave me no choice but to ask you to leave the house. No problem. But Malema successfully challenged Mudise's ruling in the High Court in Cape Town. The court ruled that Malema's remarks were not unparliamentary and that he should not have been ejected by Mudise from the chamber. Mudise is now challenging the High Court ruling in the Constitutional Court. August 21, 2014, the day when President Jacob Zuma had to answer oral questions in the National Assembly, is another event in the calendar of Parliament. The EFF questioned the President about his commitment to pay back a portion of the money used on non-security upgrades at his Nkandla private residence. So the question we're asking today, and uh, we're not going to leave here before we get an answer, is when when are you paying the money they wanted him to honor the recommendation of the public protector they ended up chanting pay back the money eff mps were ordered to leave the house but they refused the house proceedings were suspended to restore order but the house ultimately adjourned for the day The incident led to the conduct of 20 EFF MPs being probed by the Powers and Privileges Committee after the National Assembly Speaker Balekambete referred the matter to the committee. 
they faced various charges for contempt of parliament. The disciplinary process was conducted by an independent initiator, Randall Van Fuhrer. The EFF had refused to participate in the process. On the first day of the disciplinary hearing, Malema questioned the legitimacy and composition of the committee. So you represent the complainant, you represent the subject of the complainant. President Zuma, you represent Guedemantaj. You are the witnesses, you are the complainant, you are the prosecutor, you are the judge and the jury. It is the a disciplinary process in continued in their absence. In they were opinion. ultimately found guilty and given sanctions. But the 20 EFF MPs successfully challenged their suspension in the High Court in Cape Town. They were granted interim relief pending the outcome of a full review court hearing. In February this year, President Jacob Zuma's State of the Nation address was interrupted for the first time in the history of democracy. EFF MPs who rose on various points of order and privilege insisted that the president should first answer the outstanding question of when he will pay back the money. When some of the EFF MPs who were named refused to leave the chamber when ordered to do so, all EFF MPs of the National Assembly ended up being forcibly removed by privately dressed security forces during the State of the Nation address. And during President Zuma's oral reply session last month, the EFF continued to demand that he should give a date and time of when he will pay back the money. What it is we need to do with this kind of behavior. Speaker Balekambete ultimately adjourned the proceedings after all efforts to restore order failed. After the adjournment, the EFF leader remained firm that the president will answer the question at any point they meet him. The problem is with this one who refuses to pay. That one wherever we meet him either a public toilet or anywhere is going to be asked the question where's the money when are you paying back the money that's that's a commitment we've made and that of a uh, report, of course, by our parliamentary correspondent, Mercedes Bersent. And if you've just tuned in uh, this morning, we're in conversation with Economic Freedom Fighters leader Julius Malema as uh, the party uh, concluded the celebration of their second anniversary this past weekend. Mr. Malema, thank you so much for coming through. Thank you. Thank you, Sakina, for having us. Well, it's been two years. It hasn't been an easy two years. A lot has been said. You know, we've just listened to your moments in Parliament. How would you characterize your first two years, though? Well, uh, it has been a very exciting two years, and uh, we are happy that it changed uh, a political landscape. Uh, Many people today are interested in politics in South Africa because of the EFF. There is no longer sleeping and boring politics. We've changed the political landscape in South Africa. More young people are beginning to have interest in the politics in South Africa. We've made parliament exciting. Alternative socialist proposals have been made to Parliament uh, by the EFF through its participation in the committees. Uh, So we are happy that uh, finally the organization of the poor of the poorest is being formed in South Africa. We're now building organization. We've got EFF everywhere uh, in South Africa. We concluded uh, Eastern Cape uh, two, two weeks ago with all regions and now the province.
But people are saying they're scared of you. They're scared of the EFF. They're scared of EFF in parliament. They're scared of EFF outside parliament. So, you know, talking about expanding and, and, and building the party, you know, uh, uh, what form does that take apart from just establishing branches and building the membership? Well, people who are scared of the EFF are people who don't like the truth. They want to live a lie and... Uh, uh, they've always, uh, for the past 21 years, been pretentious, as if everything in South Africa is good. That's what led to uh, the ruling party even developing the new theme that uh, there is a good story to tell, because uh, they were living in this uh, an imaginary world. So the EFF presence actually turns tables around. Uh, it makes people uncomfortable. Uh, they are no longer enjoying the lie they've been enjoying throughout. So we launch branches in every village, every ward, 100 members, and then from there uh, we then call for a branch people's assembly where they elect their own leaders. And then for a region to be launched, it must launch uh, almost uh, 40% of the wards under that region. Only then can it qualify to launches a region, and then the same applies to all provinces. And people have been uh, receiving the EFF very well. Uh, I think the parliament stage also offered us an opportunity to popularize this organization and what it represents. So uh, now people, when you arrive, they are like, we've been waiting for you guys. Uh, our village does not have a, a branch of the EFF or a contact person and all those type of things. And then we move in and then establish a branch of EFF. Mr. Malema, you say that, you know, the arrival of EFF in Parliament has made, you know, politics has made Parliament at least exciting. Is it exciting or is it just chaotic? It's not chaotic. It's robust. It's militant in its approach. And uh, it it now deals with real issues which people can relate with. Um, uh, And... uh, uh, that's why many people, and not just misinformed people, because Channel 408 is for people who can afford. And most people who can afford are some people who have got some level of exposure uh, in South Africa. So so you're not dealing with a, a, an, an illiterate constituency which just tune in because uh, it has got nothing to do. It's people who can afford, people who have DSTVs, who are following. And all the time we meet them, they are like, keep on what you are doing in parliament. The word anarchy and chaos, we only hear it from journalists because you like mimicking the ANC. When the ANC says a good story to tell for sure, the theme of SABC changes, a good story to tell. Every you know, word uttered by the ANC becomes the gospel of our journalists in South Africa. No, this is anarchy. This is chaos. People don't describe it like that. Many people, I've never met a single person who said to me, Malema, we are Moshe, a parliament. Nothing like that. The only time I hear that is press conference or in interviews with journalists and not ordinary people of South Africa. All of them, without fail, they say, keep fighting. Mm. But so, so, so you will not accept that it could be viewed as such, that it could be viewed as a somewhat um, anarchic, you know, what actually plays out in Parliament. When people fail to adhere to the rules, when people fail to basically take instruction from a presiding officer, is that not chaotic? Adhering to the rules and not adhering to the rules, 
actually not adhering to the rules is a punishable offense. And the EFF was never punished for that. The only time it got punished, Parliament was on the wrong side. And the court has made that determination. So till today, there's no neutral judge who has ever said the EFF is wrong, it violates the rules, and uh, as a result, it must be punished. There are rules in Parliament where members of Parliament are told this is how you need to conduct yourself, and if you don't do that, you're going to be uh, punished. That thing of you're out of order, get out of Parliament, is part of the robustness. It's not only in South Africa. That's why I said, South Africa, you have been living a lie. It happens in Britain. It happens in China. It happens everywhere, including engaging each other physically. So so it has not reached that level. Yeah, they, they, they do that in other parliaments. You know that very well. It has not reached that uh, level in South Africa. So you, you must stop being sensitive. Politics, by their own nature, they are rough. So is that where you wanted to go? Physical engagement? It must not go to the fiscal engagement. It must go to a point where superior logic reigns supreme in parliament and not majority rule and rule even through wrong ideas because people have been converted into voting kettles. They can't think. They are told this is where you need to go. And it, no matter how wrong it is, they continue to vote wrong as, as, as they do. But that's an indictment on, you, you know, um, the voting public of South Africa. Because when you say people are voting wrong, you are basically, you know, casting aspersions on, you know, their decisions, their choices that they make. What's wrong with people feeling that they want to vote for one party over another? The reason why I'm saying you, I'm, I'm now the opposition of the ANC, it means it's, there's everything wrong in voting for the ANC. It's your personal choice to vote for the ANC. I respect that choice. But you must equally respect my choice to disagree with your choice. Those of you who voted for the ANC, you voted for a murderous regime which continues to look down at black life, which continues to protect white privileges. It's your choice. Vote for them. I will tell you what I think of them. And you must not say, I must not say it. It's your right. I will protect that right of you to vote for the wrong party, but allow me to tell you that it's a wrong party. But why should people believe you? For the longest time, you actually went and canvassed for people to vote for that party. Of course, uh, we were all victims of uh, propaganda. You were a victim? Yeah. Uh, of, of what uh, propaganda? Of, of ANC presenting itself as this uh, biggest solution to the problem of South Africa, which is not. So Maybe when were good intentions. Uh, uh, but uh, those intentions were gradually being abandoned, especially with leadership of uh, the election of leadership after uh, those uh, struggle stalwarts of the ANC in the form of Nelson Mandela and O.R. Tambo were no longer in, you know, in office. So when did you begin to see the light? I realized it when I was still in the ANC. And that's why I, I was suggesting extremely radical positions because I believed that wrong as it is, it can be corrected from within. And therefore, we need to introduce very radical uh, uh, policies uh, and political perspectives uh, so that we reposition the ANC and it becomes a fighting force and and, and the organization that our people uh, wish to have, uh, which the ANC is not. So, So all what I'm doing now and all what I'm saying now is what I said in the ANC, that for as long as we continue 
with the path we are taking, we are guaranteed that uh, will not uh, save our people from uh, the struggles of poverty. Speaking to the Commander-in-Chief of the Economic Freedom Fighters, Mr. Julius Malema, this morning. And uh, the lines are open, 891 They've just celebrated their second anniversary, has the EFF. And um, we're reflecting, you know, on uh, Mr. Malema's views on where the party is at. And, of course, also going forward, what is it that the EFF has to offer? Now, one of the issues, Mr. Malema, that I want to touch base with you on is that of uh, former leaders within the EFF who have, basically called you a dictator and a fraudster, as it were. You can imagine what people who left SABC say about the SABC. Ah, you know, this is what is happening, that Saudi and all those type of things. Um, um, they never said those things when they were in the EFF. Unlike me, I said what I'm saying in the ANC. Um, um, I wish one day the leadership of the EFF can allow... Uh, uh, me to debate with any of those who left the EFF. I will remind them what they said. You know, Andilem Tritama, when we went to the National Assembly of the EFF, he said to me, but President, because we are a new organization, why do you allow elections? We, we should put aside the issue of the elections and then just develop a strategic perspective uh, and, and then move forward. Why? Because this was a fellow who was scared of not being elected in the National Assembly. And had I not allowed elections in the EFF, then I would have fit in into the clear definition of a, a dictatorship. So any of the criticism they put against the EFF has never been raised inside the EFF. You, you must ask them, uh, in which meeting, in the presence of Malema, did you raise these issues? None of them raised those issues. They are cowards. Uh, uh, only when they are outside the organization, then they speak bad about this organization. You can't be in the EFF, insult its leadership, insult the EFF itself, and think that you are helping it. Every organization, including this institution called SABC, has got rules. Just imagine, in this show, one day, you just come here and speak so well of 702 and ready and how ready is so good. By the time you leave here, the letter will be waiting for you outside here. Plus, cloudy doesn't waste time. So you, you are guaranteed. You are going. So you can't have people inside the organization criticizing it from outside, defining themselves uh, outside the organization and, and creating an impression that this will not take you anywhere. So why are you with us? It's more painful to be attacked by people who are within than the outside enemy forces because those you expect and the whole of South Africa expect them to attack you and not your own. So you're saying all their claims were baseless? They said we stole money, yes. Sakina. You, you asked for evidence. They have never given you an evidence. I said to South Africa, wait until our books are audited and then hand over uh, the books to Parliament and the IEC. One, personally as Julius Malema, I, do not know, I don't know the auditors of the EFF. I've never met them. I've never spoken to them. All what I receive is reports from finance office of the EFF that the books are done and all that. I don't want to see them, hand them over to parliament. The IEC books have ended over. We've got the three main sources of our funds. It's the IEC, is parliamentary constituency, is a parliamentary administration. 
All those three are our main sources of funding. They've been returned. The books have been sent to Parliament. Parliament is happy, continues to give us our money. IEC is happy, continues to give us our money. So, Ramakatsam, Kitama, and uh, their gangster friends are not auditors by profession. Therefore, they've got no authority to even suggest that there's uh, mismanagement of funds. When the professional auditing firm, which knows, by the way, that if it cooks books which are so sensitive like the EFF books, they will lose their accreditation certificate, pass those books. Very, very, uh, you know, detailed audit. Parliament of Balagambete, can you imagine if the EFF books were not balancing? It was going to be a big story. So, I've not answered through myself. I've answered through accounting mechanisms, both in Parliament, in the IEC, and in the EFF, and we have nothing to worry about. Speaking to uh, CIC of the EFF, Julius Malema this morning will open the lines after the news break, 891 The Forum at 8 on SAFM. On the Forum at 8 this morning, we're hosting the uh, Commander-in-Chief of the Economic Freedom Fighters, uh, Julius Malema. And um, just before we go to those lines, two very quick issues. The first is the whole pay back the money campaign. Now, when does it stop? You know, what exactly is the EFF after here? Do you want President Zuma to pay back something? Are you, uh, do you know how much you want him to pay? What exactly would you like to see come out of that? Well, our, our demand is very simple. Pay back the money. Uh, once he has paid, uh, everything else uh, will be fine. Uh, the public protectors, remedial actions will have to be uh, respected. I regretted the day I participated in the destroying of uh, the scorpions which were in the forefront of fighting corruption. And uh, after the uh, destroying of the scorpions, we were left with a a toothless institution called the Hawks, which is politically controlled and manipulated. Public Protector is the only institution that uh, has um, you know, uh, defended uh, the public purse and somehow uh, you know managed to put pressure on politicians to be accountable for every cent they spend uh, which belongs to the public this is the same public protector who said to me you have benefited from tenders in polugwani in a in a wrong way mm-hmm. and therefore the works must investigate you and charge you they've charged me i'm going to court uh, you know uh, next week so um, and and because she once said I, I wrongly benefited, I don't hate her for that. I disagree with her, uh, but I use the channels available uh, in the uh, judicial system to challenge her findings. So anyone who's got problems with findings of public protector on Gandla matter, uh, just follow Malema's lead. Use the judicial process to challenge the outcomes of the public protector. Otherwise, you must pay. If you don't use the judicial process to review the public protector's findings and remedial actions, then you must pay. If the president tomorrow, hypothetically speaking, came out and said, I'll pay for the crawl uh, that was built in Nkandla, I'll pay 50,000 rand, will you be satisfied with that? Absolutely. Then that issue is closed. Then the second issue that starts immediately after the payment is, do you think you are suitable to be president? 
having mm-hmm. benefited in a, a wrong way uh, uh, through crawls and swimming pools and, and, and having stayed for such a long time lying to South Africa. I think the ANC must do an honorable thing. You know, one day, I mean, there's only one person who's remaining in that ANC. Uh, perhaps would have counted Mbadulia after his corruption, but he too now, uh, you know, represents something else. Paul Mashadile, with all his shortcomings, when we're still in that committee, it will be myself, Paul, Togyo Sukhwali, and Mbalula who will stand up to President uh, Zuma. And uh, I still hope Paul does that. And Paul must just lead a charge and, and, and tell the president on his face, whether he's losing the debate or not, he must tell the president to step down. That's mm. the debate the ANC should be having. But, but, but why is that any of your concern as leader of the EFF? Because step down as a president of South Africa. Because he has undermined the authority, the credibility, the legitimacy of the office of the president. All that, subjecting that office to such humiliation. The The ANC clearly doesn't agree with that because they feel he's still the man to lead them. He's still the man to lead this country. But uh, there's never been a man who has ever embarrassed that office in a manner President Zuma has done. Not even Tabumbegi, by the way, who we participated in his recalling. He has never brought Mm. such a shame on that office like President Zuma. So what is it that Tabumbegi did so badly, which President Zuma has not done so badly, and which allows him to stay in office? He has gone past what Tabu did wrong, and he's at the extreme side of wrong. And the ANC must do South Africans a favor. We're not saying... Let's remove the ANC from power in an undemocratic manner. We're saying the ANC still remains a political party in power, but with a different individual who will restore the dignity of the office of the president. So saying all of that, does that mean you still harbor hopes of going back to the ANC? Why why are you so concerned about the dignity of the African National Congress when you are in opposition? You're not listening to me. The dignity of the office of the president of South Africa, that is my office. That's where all of us Mm -hmm. belong. We are concerned about that. I don't care about how that shake of little house looks like, whether it's raining or not. I really don't care. I'm not interested. I'm saying they are a ruling party. And I'm mentioning them in this case because they are a ruling party, which are they are the ones who forward the presidential mm-hmm. candidate. So I'm saying to them, save South Africa this pain we are going through. We have become an international embarrassment where a house of six million is shown on an international news. That house of six million was built for a goat. They found a goat when they did an inspection there. That house was built nicely for a goat. People of Alexander, you are staying in the shacks and Deep Kloof and, and everywhere else, including in Cape Town, in Kailicha. You're staying in the shacks. Your children are going to school without shoes and warm clothes. A goat of Jacob Zuma stays in a house of six million built with the state resources. What more shame are you waiting for? Other than that, to build mm. a head for six million. 
Well, speaking to CIC uh, Julius Malema this morning, let's hear it from you, uh, Sadiq in Paul. Good morning. Hi, good morning. Hi, Sadiq. Good morning. Hi, how are you doing? Well, and you? I uh, can't complain, man. Good morning, My brother. How are you doing? Good and you? Can't complain, man. Proud EFF support in the Cape Islands. Thank you, thank you. Brother. I'm so proud of you, and I would like you to stay on your ground. Thank you. I can vouch for you. We're going to struggle this, uh, this uh, uh, join the struggle because we also go sitting with our same challenges down here in the Cape Islands with the DA. And believe you me, um, this uh, EFF is, is building in, in numbers here in, in, in this region. Uh, I'm also part of the uh, RCT interim command team here in, in the Cape Islands. So I just want to give you the assurance that, believe you me, we're building and we are building in numbers in this region. Okay, thank you, Sadiq. Uh, Menzi from Nelson Mandela region, good morning. Hey, morning, Sakina, how are you? Well, and you? I'm all right. Uh, Commander in Chief, how is it? Good and you, my brother. I'm all right, my brother. I'm on, I'm on hey, attention what? saluting you. Yes. Uh, Commander in Chief, I'd just like to have only two questions quickly. Mm. Uh, one is, EFF uh, has got a very strong and, 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 and uh, strong policies, in particular our servant and non-negotiable pillars. But my question is, uh, as you have alluded before, that uh, people have been living lies under the leadership of the ANC. Now, I just want to check because we have tested that people support the EFF in terms of attending our rallies. Now, I just want to check our program in terms of going on the ground because we've got a media that is misleading people. So, in terms of our program, what is it that we will do to make sure that people understand the gospel of the economic freedom fighters, in particular the issue of building a state capacity, as it was proven by the auditor general in free state, that uh, these consultants are actually making the municipalities, and the issue of free quality education. Mm. The second question is, Commander-in-Chief, uh, we've got a... a, 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 a in fact, it's directed into you personally. You were in the ANC, but out of the in the ANC, you decided to stand uh, uh, for the total emancipation of our people. Can you tell the nation what was going into your mind that you were prepared to even lose everything, to even your name, to be reduced into nothing for the sake of the people of South Africa? Can okay. Thank you so much, uh, Menzi. We want to move on to others, try and roll through as many questions as we can. Solomon in Pretoria. Uh, thanks for taking my call, Sakina. Uh, uh, good morning, Dr. Malema. That. Uh, you know, I was listening to your speech on, uh, on in your rally during the weekend on the same radio. I heard you uh, talking about a person who slept in a rally. Uh, actually not, not, in, not in, a rally, in parliament, in parliament sorry, yes. In parliament. yes. Uh, you, you sounded uh, like you employed the guy, eh? and uh, you know the manner in which you put your statement, hey, I was worried, I saw a dictator in you. Se- secondly, uh, uh, I want to know what would be the different, uh, the difference that would bring as the EFF, because obviously the EFF consists of a, a, what I would say former fraudsters, uh, sorry to put it in that way. Uh, looking at what you, whilst you were the president of the ANC Youth League, you did in Limpopo with your construction, how what is what what difference are you going to 
to, to bring when we put you on power. We won't see the very same things that were happening then when you were living that lavish life and then melting the province uh, 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 monies. Uh, and uh, and uh, the other question is, how will you provide a solution when you always focus on what the ANC is doing and not uh, preaching the solution you say you represent. Because in most of the cases what we hear is that uh, ANC this and ANC that. We don't hear that uh, much of the solution. Uh, although I do go into your policies and see that there might be a solution, you however talk too much about the ANC and fo- not, not focus on the solutions that you present in your policies. Okay. Thank you so much, Solomon. Uh, uh, let's go to um, Mlu Mnambiti. Good morning. Well, by now I all know how you how you doing today. Thank well, you. M- mine is sweet. This, I think this is really a lesson to, to to the ANC precisely, just to really look at the quality of uh, of its member that is sent to Parliament. Basically, they. 20 uh, EFS members who are just held ransom, um, who, who hold ransom, I mean, 200 members of the ANC, because only maybe 20 ANC members really, really participate in debates, you know. And also my point, again, I just feel that the EFS is really misleading the people, you know. They are in for land. They talk of land and land uh, expropriation. But I've, I've watched Parliament. I've watched, uh, this is not the first Parliament I've watched. I've watched the fourth Parliament. I've watched the third Parliament, you know. I've never really seen them in, uh, say, land reform committees, you know, rural development committees. I've never really seen them there. They're forever absent. They never participate. I would have hoped, I would have thought that as the party that they say they represent, when they're in for land and all of that, I only expect them. And, and, and they don't have the numbers, though, but I'll expect them to really participate and engage in those committees. But I hardly see them. I don't see them. I only see them okay. when... Want to start... Okay, thank you. <laughs> Got you there, Mlu. Thanks. Tabang in Rodeport. Yes, thanks, Mekmina. Uh, morning, fighter, Mr. Malema. Morning, morning, morning. Yes, Mr. Malema, my point is a bit trying going down memory lane. You know, when the young Sobukwe left the ANC at the time to form the PC, when he was asked as to what was the difference between the PAC and the ANC at some point, he says we define our radical conception of struggle with the ANC. And I, I, I've heard you this morning also speaking about your quest to try and radicalize the ANC from within, and thereafter you realize that it was a futile exercise and went on to, for, to form the EFS. So, so do you think that the youth of the 40s are now vindicated through your acts? You're doing exactly what they realized. You've realized what they realized then, that the NC was a liberal movement. There's no way that it could bring a radical transformation of our society. Thank you. Thank you, Tabang. Uh, Pagama in Hillcrest. Uh, good morning, Commander-in-Chief wow. um, and Fakina. Morning. Um, I'd, like, I'd like to congratulate you uh, for growing your party. Um, I think uh, for you at such a young age, and um, you've done really well. I'd like to just give a word of advice just for two things. Um, I'd like to see Advocate Dalimbo for acting in a more um, active role in terms of management, just to make sure that uh, you guys grow with Floyd Shivambo um, and grow stronger and stronger, because what you might find coming up in the future is that you can't have two bulls in one ring. And we would hate to see 
you guys fighting each other, uh, Floyd and, 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 and Julius, because that's the nature of things. It happens in business, and it can happen in churches, it happens in schools, and it can happen in a political party. So that's the first thing. The second one is, I don't know if you had uh, Clive Ramatibele's discussions. I mean, I follow him every morning. Um, there's huge concerns of what's happening economically. And yes, you've won the battle of Fetching Kanja, and you've won the battle of Kirimatonsela, you've won everything. Now, me as a youth and a South African growing in this country, I want to know, when the EFF becomes a stronger and stronger political party, what are you going to do in terms of redressing economic forces? Because right now, you have companies, clothing companies, Mr. Price, Cruets and the likes, that bring all their stuff from China and don't create jobs. I haven't heard the EFF talking about jobs, mining, all these things, nothing has been happening. All he's been doing now is playing the man, and it's getting boring now. I mean, we're tired. We know Gangland, the story is over. We want to know if the EFF starts to take it, maybe at the next election, 25% of the vote, what are you going to do in terms of policies and making sure goods are produced in South Africa and that this economy goes? Because if you hear what's happening in China, it's, it's, it's alarming to see that we are gonna, we one step away from going in the direction of police. Okay. What is the. Pagama, uh, the quality on that line deteriorating, but we got the gist of it. Uh, Philip M. Singer, good morning. Uh, good morning, my sister. Good morning, say I say. Yeah, well, well. Uh, yes. No, uh, quickly, Sakina. Uh, I think uh, in the first place, it's correct uh, for a leader like our president to actually take a whip on all of us if uh, we are caught doing something wrong, not for him to pledge uh, collective collectiveness around wrong things. For example, him questioning on us sleeping in Parliament, I think he is very correct because he is a leader. It's not, it's not to say that you are a dictator. If you are questioning your own members not to do wrong things, I think that's a very good thing. But seriously, lastly, Sakina, in your speech uh, during our second anniversary, you touch my heart and you touch the heart of many South Africans particularly around uh, the slain ANC councillor in Northwest, when you commanded all of us to actually go for the fact that the house of that councillor was fighting against corruption is now declared a monument which will forever remain in the minds of people of South Africa because that councillor fought against serious corruption in that municipality and for the fact that you committed our organization to saying that it must settle the cause uh, of the house of which the person was about to possess. In fact, you touch my heart. Okay, that's Philip M. Singer. <laughs> well, you lots know to that respond the, to there. Uh, Philip is a new member. He's your of new MP. Yeah. Yeah, d- d- more fire, <laughs> more fire in Parliament. Th- th- that's what yeah, uh, the, yeah, the yeah. popular sentiment was uh, when that news broke. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> I think that uh, the callers, many of them uh, uh, agree with what the EFF represent. We're always on the ground. We're building the organization. We're actually the busiest political party in South Africa. And journalists complain that um, they always have to follow the EFF around because of its, uh, you know, a busy program of action. We are on the ground. We do, we do very minimal uh, press conferences. Uh, actual press conferences to us is by the way, and uh, we focus on speaking to our people directly, explaining to them as to what do we represent and all that. Um, 
you know, you cannot speak about the wrongs of the ANC if you are true and do not live a lie and not talk about the wrongs of the EFF. Mm-hmm. When a member of the EFF decides to sleep in parliament and gets taken photos and they are circulated all over South Africa and people say, but they said they are going to wake people up and now it is them who are sleeping. And then you don't say anything about it. Your member is accused of corruption in the SRC in VUT. You don't say anything about it. But you can see the corruption of the ANC. You can see members of the ANC sleeping. I think that is that is hypocrisy. In the EFF, if there is wrong, we must say it. Uh, especially ourselves as leadership. When we criticize that member, uh, it's self-criticism. And uh, these people who, of the ANC who are so used to lie, they lie life. They say, no, you are a dictator if you challenge corruption of the EFF as a leader. They say, no, you are a dictator. Why do you say a member is sleeping in, in parliament? There's no such a member in the EFF who must sleep in parliament and, and that is not a punishable offense because there is no item in the EFF program called sleeping. So he was not performing any of the items of the EFF called sleeping. We have no such an item. We have no such a program in the EFF called sleeping. And anyone found guilty of sleeping on duty shall be punished in the EFF. And if, if that makes us dictators, I'm very proud to be a dictator. Let all of us do our work. We cannot replace a tendency with a tendency. All those ANC grannies are forever sleeping there. You join them in your sleep and, and you say, no, don't punish them. Because uh, we must do exactly what the ANC is doing. We are not there uh, to be a mini ANC. We are there to be an alternative to the ANC. And speaking of alternatives, uh, as uh, the listeners have also raised, what, what alternative will the EFF present to the people of South Africa ultimately? Socialist program. We're talking nationalization of mines. We're talking expropriation of the land. We're talking free quality education, free quality primary health care. We're talking spacious uh, houses and not these match boxes that the ANC is building for our people. We're talking about building the state capacity, which will not use unnecessary consultants, but have internal capacity to deliver services uh, to our people. We're talking here about an organization that is aiming at changing the patterns of property ownership in South Africa from colonial patterns of property ownership in South Africa into democratic patterns of ownership of property in South Africa. All those are well captured and are always articulated. The caller says he has never had me speaking about jobs. He has never had me speaking about mining. I mean, I mean that caller should, for sure is not from South Africa because that's what we speak about. That's what I spend most of the time saying uh, in, in, in our speech, what local municipalities should do, what companies and big companies under EFF uh, local municipality will be forced to do, particularly in the creation of jobs of uh, of uh, uh, you know uh, uh, jobs for for young people. So a caller says we're speaking about Nkandla uh, uh, and all that. He has not been listening to us. He's a he's a he's a victim of a media junk because he, he only hears the U, the EFF through the media and not through its own uh, spokespersons who are very articulate when it comes to 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 issues of jobs, issues of restoring the dignity of African masses, issues of radicalizing the interpretation 
of the Freedom Charter, which aims at transferring the wealth into the hands uh, of uh, our people. I will never fight with Floyd. If Floyd decides one day we must fight, that's the day I'm leaving the EFF and going home. I'm not part of, <laughs> of those fights Why? which is to undermine. If me and Floyd fight, we're going to divide the EFF and we're going to divide the hopes, I mean the hope of the hopeless masses of our people. That will be extremely wrong. So it, whether I'm wrong or right, if we, we reach a point where we're fighting, then I, w- I will uh, just leave and go home. And uh, a person says, no, uh, you don't participate in the land committee, yet we are talking about the land. The land committee was were represented by Andilem Kitama, who was forever pr- absent in that land committee. We have since replaced him with a, a, a Matthias, a Commissar Matthias, uh, who's going to represent us very well in that committee. That those are amongst other things which Mkitama was not doing very well in the organization. He was even charged, you know, for that. So I'm happy people like Mkitama says that he's going to form his own party. He will now know what it means to, to form a political party. He must ask his friends who tried to form a political party and he dismally failed. So let's see what he will do. Uh, but otherwise, we're happy. Uh, we're building a very strong alternative. The ANC is shaking, and the ANC has accepted that the EFF is here to stay. We're speaking about the ANC because it's the ruling party. The ANC spoke about the National Party when the National Party was in government. We're speaking about Zuma because Zuma is a president. The ANC, I knew about Smart, I knew about Malan, I knew about the clerk and Bota without even knowing their faces because I didn't have a TV at home. But I knew about them because the leaders of the ANC were speaking about them. We are speaking about them today in the same way they spoke about the National Party and will never stop mentioning the ANC and its leaders because they are presiding over a murderous regime in the same way the National Party did. CIC of the Economic Freedom Fighters, Julius Malema, thank you so much for your time this morning.